I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 142 of the Strap Season Podcast. I'm your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And as always, guys, you know what you're by now. Before we kick off the episode, please head over to Strap Season Pod or Strap Season Podcast. Uh, those are our Twitter and Instagram pages. And in the bio of both of those, those pages, you'll see a link that will take you to where we are streaming-wise. So if you like audio, you've got the Spotify links. So if you like visuals, YouTube links are up there. Any platform you can think of, put sure on it. Make sure you go like, subscribe, give us a follow, all that good stuff. Uh, Flows, how are you doing on this fine Sunday evening? Good, man. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Um, yeah, you know what we, we usually do. You know yeah. what we're here to do. <laughs> yeah. You know what that is, yeah, strap yeah. season. Let's talk boxing. Let's talk boxing, man. Let's talk boxing. Um, yeah, I mean, we kind of previewed the fight last week. Um, Rolando Romero versus uh, Barroso, Ismail Barroso for the WBA belt at 140 pounds. Who would have thunk it, Flores? Who would have thunk it? <laughs> Rolando Romero has got himself a world title. Who would have thought, huh? <laughs> um, now, usually, listeners, you know, you, when a fighter wins a world title, that's usually cause for celebration, right? And praise and whatnot and adoration, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. I didn't step to watch the fight for us, but I've woken up and obviously seen the boxing headlines and whatnot. And I'm just seeing corn coming Rolly Romero's way. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. and you know what? It's interesting because last week, remember how I said Flores that I don't know what to make of this kid. Is he good or is he not? <laughs> is he good or is he yeah. crap? Because, yeah. Um, I said the tank performance was kind of impressive, but I guess the caveat you can put towards that is Tank wasn't really focused or Tank wasn't taking him seriously, but he showed me a bit of boxing ability, which I didn't think he had previously. Um, So this is, a like I said, I think I said last week, Flores, that this is a good opportunity for him to make a statement, I guess, even though Barroso wasn't meant to be his original opponent, Barroso is still a dangerous opponent. Um, Knockout artist, carries power. Um, But this is a good time for him to put himself in the mix of a division that's tough. That's very, very tough. And Flores, even though he got the W, and we'll discuss it a bit further because he was kind of gifted the W because of what the referee did, I don't think Rodney Romero made that statement. And I think I'm pretty set settled, Flores, in terms of where I place him, <laughs> where he is. <laughs> I'll be so real, Flores. Yeah. Because Isma Barroso was giving this guy hell. Um, and... I think it was the general consensus flows was that Rolly Murray was very fortunate to get this W that he was losing. He was probably down on the cards. Actually, I don't think he was down on the official judges' cards, but I think most people watching it, they felt like he was down in the fight, but he somehow managed to get himself a, a war title, like I said, Flores. Um yeah, that's 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 my Rolly sort of to raid over. Um bad referee influence, let's put it that way. Horrible, horrible decision from the ref to end this fight. Uh, probably one of the worst stoppages I've seen. Uh, I can't, I can't lie. 
Oh, definitely, will definitely be one of the worst stoppages of, of this year. I don't know if you saw the stoppage flows or you saw how the, the fight played out, but yeah, what are your thoughts on, I guess, just what what transpired last night for Rolly? Um, yeah, it's it's peak. The fight started slow, and out of nowhere, <laughs> third round, Rolly touched the canvas, and from there, it's. He was already getting caught for fighting someone. How old is Boris now? Because we were talking last episode. He's old. This is, <laughs> this is the guy we've seen in action years ago. So yeah. much so that I, for, I, I forgot about him. Yeah. I was even thinking, what's he still doing boxing? Yeah. Um, so he's already catching caught for fighting someone who's old. Where really not his fault, to be about... fair, Flo. It's not his fault. Yeah. Didn't, didn't not his not fault. Yeah. But at the same time, we're even questioning how the hell he's got a title shot. Off, fresh off a loss. Yeah. <laughs> Fresh off a loss, debut in a new division, and he's he's getting a world title shot. Al Heyman. Shout out to Al Heyman. <laughs> Big up Al Heyman. <laughs> now, look, um, yeah, he didn't impress. He got the stoppage win, um, courtesy of Tony Weeks, courtesy of Al Heyman. <laughs> no, think- it's true. It, courtesy we, of Al Heyman, clock, I'm sorry. We clocked the play last episode, bro. <laughs> we said, yep, thank no you. Way- that get him, Flo. They're, <laughs> they're scheming on something here because how do you get a title shot out the blue, fresh off a loss, new division, and then it's all, it's all. I feel everything they're doing with these BBC, like everyone that tanks beaten, they're using to build up. Yeah, as their resume improves, tanks resume tanks. improves. Tanks beaten <laughs> a champion, one forty pound champion. Yeah, tank stop this guy now. He's a champ. Like that's what they're gonna keep doing. Um, and they've gifted him this title. They've gifted him the fight, and they've gifted him the win. Crazy stoppage. Terrible. Um, I don't. Know if, I don't know if you want to break it down and how, how the stoppage played out. And I mean, Roy, I mean that ninth round. First of all, yeah. Just before we get to the stoppage, I mean, just performance wise, Roly was letting this guy outwork him, tag him. It was Ooh. just you could clearly see that Roly isn't isn't the level of yeah. what. No, he's not the at world title level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Roddy's still a rookie, really and truly. Yeah. You can and you can clearly see that. Um mm. in the sense that, yeah, he was like this Brosa guy have his way. And Brosa shouldn't be having his way. You're the younger, fresher champion. Uh, well, yeah, younger, fresher fighter. You should be forcing forcing the issue and, and you know, and William Barroso, might I say. But um, yeah, he got caught in the third and got dropped. Uh, it wasn't too much of a heavy knockdown. Um but just a sign that yes, this Borussia guy is a knockout artist and he carries power, even though he's old. The power's the last thing to go. Um, now we get to yeah, the uh the ninth round now. And Roly is initially pushed the they've had an exchange, they've come together for an exchange, and Roly's pushed Barroso down to the canvas. Obviously, referees ruled it as a, as a, as a, correctly, ruled it as a as a, as a push, the encounter, etc. And then again, they've come together again for the exchange flows. And if you notice, Roy's actually pushed him again, but to like slightly pushed him. It's like a punch push. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, he's punched him. He hasn't really landed. It was very scrappy and very ugly punch, as in just the, the exchange. And then he's sort of pushed him towards the end. And that's pushed Poroso towards the, the ropes, the corner. And then Roddy's gone in and started throwing a flurry of shots, which weren't even landing. A lot of them were missed, very ugly shots weren't even landing correctly. Next thing you know, Brosso wasn't hurt. Cool, he was taking fire, but again, the shots weren't really landing cleanly. 
Tony Reeks out of nowhere has come and just jumped in and stopped the fight and waved it off. Crazy, crazy stoppage. Especially when Tony Weeks is considered flows a good ref. Very experienced. Yeah. Good ref in there. He should know better. So from him, it's like, damn, this is poor all, all round. And already, like I said, it just stinks of, as you said, it stinks of conspiracy, our haven, tampering and whatnot, what we're trying to set up because there's no way in hell should that fight have been stopped at that very moment, man. It's terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Bros has been... He, he, he's been shafted here massively. Yeah, it's a techie one. He was down in all three judges' scorecards. Uh, Rony Romero. Romero was down. Romero was down yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah I was all, making sure. All three judges. Public scorecards as well. He was down as well. Like, he was... Yeah. He, he was... He was He was getting... He was a horrible performance from Rony. Yeah. Um, he was getting outworked, outlanded. Um he was tentative. He was trying. He was trying to box, box a move or box on the back foot. <laughs> yeah, obviously, flows that the tank performance gassed him. So now he thinks he can box. You better, stick, you better stick to what you know. Yeah. Remember when um, he, he came in to saying to the tank performance that you know he came in before the tank press was saying, "I'm not even going to try. I'm not a boxer. I can't box. I'm just. I'm a power guy. I'm get on my power. Stick to that, bro. Stick to that." <laughs> but yeah. Um. Was. He 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 knocked he he knocked him down. No, that was a, it was a push. Yeah, the push. You said no. He got a knock, he got a knockdown. He got a knockdown in the ninth. There was a Wait, push. Did that count? He, there was a there was a knockdown in the ninth. Are you sure? There was a there was yeah. There was a push. I think he, okay. he counted him. Tony I, I, was counting him. Right? I thought the referee waved it off. Maybe boy. Maybe yeah. Maybe I, yeah. Maybe check again. Because um, I know there was a push that he rolled down, and then there was a knockdown in the ninth. So and. He got up, and yeah. Anyway, the corner, the corner situation. Look, mm. Barroso was was getting tired. He was tiring, but at the same time, he's not hurt in that in that flurry. There, he's not hurt. He's not wobbled. Yeah, he's just in the corner, and Rony's not even landing too tough. Yeah, and Tony Weeks steps in and waves off. Now, look once again. Tony Tony Weeks is a good ref. Yes, and with him, he's the one in the ring. And sometimes, I don't know, maybe he's looking at Barossa and he's seeing something that none of us are seeing. Maybe he's looking at him and he's thinking, "Ah, I need to say, I need to save this guy." Let's jump in quickly. <laughs> yeah, mm. maybe. I doubt it. Look, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to offer yeah. possibilities, and I, I say that because I want to ask the question: Do you think refs should ref with? public opinion in mind because no <laughs> like to refs so they don't get criticised no like, oh look you, you don't no, think they should they, sh- they shouldn't ref with uh, that in the back of their mind about our oh, criticism public who cares what the public think but, do your job no, no I'm saying that because look if you think oh this guy looks hurt to me but to yeah. everyone else he's not too hurt let me give him a let me give him the benefit of doubt. Let me not jump in too early so I don't get criticized. Right. Because I don't know. Whatever he saw, he thought they need to stop it. And this is just me. We don't mm. we know why he stopped it. It's the how Hayward. But let's say he yeah. saw something. Yeah. I mean look, like if, look, look, everyone. If, if, look, if he generally saw something or he felt he saw something, that okay, look, this guy looks in trouble. Who are we to say? Ah, uh, fair enough. You're the man in the middle. It's your job. It's your judgment. It's at that point. It's a judgment call, right, Flows? It's their judgment yeah. versus everyone else's. And he felt, as a referee, 
his job in terms of protecting the fighter, making sure it's a fair fight, that he's got to jump in now, fair enough. I can't argue against that, Flows. And people make errors. It's human, right? We're all yeah. humans, right? We all make errors. It's human error in everything that we do. Sometimes the referee might get it wrong or might just not jump in in time or jump in too late. But in this case, again, who are we to say? We don't, I haven't heard from Tony Week since. Um, uh, well, obviously, he might come out and say, yes, he thought that like, this guy was hurt, which is fair enough. Then we, then we say that's, that's, that's an error on your part, Tony. Um, in this case, though, because of the Al Heyman thing, I'm just not, I'm reluctant to, to give him, <laughs> to shoot him some bell. Let's put it that way, Flores, because of yeah. the fact that it just, it, it just reeks of PBC machinations, m- machinations. Honestly, bro, it does. Machination, bro. yeah. <laughs> bro, it, it really does. It's, it's, we've said this a million times on the podcast. We always, we know what side always gets the bro. benefit of the doubt, always gets the early stoppings with <laughs> Because Rodi himself even said that, like, yeah, it was stopped too early. Like, he, you know, credit to Rodi. He did say that mm. Boros should make, the referee made the error. But then straight away, he was there calling out Ryan Garcia, saying, you know, 140 pounds, let's, let's get it on. And then the winner fights Tank. Like, he was really, he, he was really calling for that little trigger. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, Ryan Garcia next. I knock him out. And then I get the Tank rematch at 140, blah, blah. That's, you know, and that could actually happen. <laughs> That's what I mean. I, <laughs> I mean, I didn't, yeah, that, that could actually happen still. That could happen. So it's like, we, we, we can see the play from a mile off. Yeah, the play is there. Look, now tanks are, now tanks are one foot champion. <laughs> Look, they're going to do whatever they can. If, imagine now if Isaac Cruz comes up, he'll fight Roly. <laughs> Isaac Cruz gets a title shot. Winner faces Tank in the rematch. Like, fam, we can see it a mile off, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I told you, none of these guys who've lost the Tank's career is finished because I've even already seen the tweets. People say Tank's resume just got better. <laughs> oh, God. I'll send it to you. I saw some thanks resume just got better. I was like, you know, look, they they're gonna build up all these guys the tank has, has beaten. Gonna build I you know what it's smart because that's the mistake they made with Wilder. They let Wilder beat these guys and they stayed food. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. They, they they tried it with Louis Ortiz, King Kong Ortiz. It's time to Kong. So I said the most avoided man. Yeah. Yeah. The boogie man of the heavyweight division. They should have been doing yeah. it with all these opponents. What's yeah. the what they do with Tank? They're going to build up yeah. all these guys. Crazy. Um, shout out to Roley. He did. He did say, "Look, I wanted it to continue. He wanted it to continue." And which is credit to him because most boxers boxers would have been like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I would have fixed. Facts. Facts. Boxers, boxers lie. <laughs> boxers are big, one of the biggest liars, man. He was out on his feet. <laughs> the ref said, "The ref said, yeah, great stop." <laughs> they would have said, "Great stoppage, by the way." <laughs> But he um, was he was humble. He has to be with that performance. I think I think it's fair to see flows that Roy isn't the level. Um ha- enjoy that belt for all you can because as you said, that, that division is full of killers. And I'm sure certain other men in that division are probably thinking, boy, my route to a belt or my route to a, a unified <laughs> easy work with Roddy Romero, you know what I mean? So um yeah, enjoy that belt all you can. But he 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 there's a lot of improvement he needs to do because that performance against against a 40-year-old Barroso, how old he is, wasn't good, man. Wasn't good at all. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's got to be doing better. But yeah, I think I'm firmly know what boat I'm placing Roddy Murray in now, Flores. Rightfully removed from our prospect list. <laughs> yeah, hey, to be fair, you, you can also say that the prospect list was right because he went and grabbed the title 140. So maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we did win. <laughs> maybe we were right. Even way we won. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, um, yeah, that's let's 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 call it on that with Rolly.
let's um let's 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 get to some real fights because um next week flows we've got two or two undisputed fights to talk about <laughs> for, for yeah. upcoming um let's start with the ladies let's 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 start with the ladies Katie Taylor Chantel Cameron Katie Taylor so if I'm right flows Katie Taylor is challenging for Chantel's for light waterweight light waterweight belts I'm not sure actually. I'm not sure which way round it is. I think it's she's yeah. From what I can see, if I just confirm on the uh, on the uh, matchroom website, um, yeah, super lightweight, undisputed. So that's I think that's Chantel's. Yeah. Okay. That's light weight, isn't it? Because Katie Katie's at lightweight. Uh, yeah. So light weight is is Chantel. Yeah. So suit suit so that's super lightweight basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 So yeah, she's challenging for Can- Chantel's four belts. I actually thought it was the other way around before. But, yeah. So in this sense, Katie so Katie Taylor's going up. She's moving up to challenge Chantel. Interesting. Uh very interesting. Um, yeah, her uh they're building it as her homecoming. This is a it's what her first fight in Dublin. Um since turning pro, right? Her first fight in back in Ireland. Yeah, but yeah, she didn't fight in Ireland, so yeah, must be. yeah, must be. Uh, that's crazy, by the way. I always, I always find that yeah. mad. Given the what she's achieved, this is finally her first fight back. And um, yeah, again, new division up against a very, very good, fresh, young, hungry opponent in Chantel Cameron, who we've highlighted highlighted on this pod before. Mm. Um, did the double over McCasco, didn't she? Um, yeah, comfy, comfy, easy work as well. And we thought McCasco was pretty good. Um, did it the first time, did it even easier the second time. Um, yeah, man, this is actually a really good fight. So it's really, really good fight. Obviously, it's undisputed, so it's, it's going to be good. Uh, no, nah, it, was, it was just once they fought. Oh, Macasco it was only once you... Bre- yeah, it was just... Oh, yeah. you know, yeah, Rocasco did the double of a yeah. breakhouse. Yes, that yeah. was the one that was mad. Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, Chantel pieced up McCaskill, like, with yeah. ease. Comfy. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, um, really, really, really interesting fight. Um... Flores, what what what's your take on it, Flores? Because it's this is this is gonna be competitive. I feel like this is gonna be a test. Even though everyone wanted a Serrano match, this mm. might be harder. You know, low key. This this is tough. This is tough because we we like Cameron and the thing is with Katie Taylor. We've always said we've questioned whether she's on the decline. Um, a lot of people, yeah. It, to be fair, it looks like she's on the decline because each fight is getting tougher and tougher for. Um. And she always goes to war. That's one thing I've seen about her. She always goes to war. And these wars take take toll, take your toll. Mm. We've seen her go to war with <laughs> war after war, it's been now, actually. Um, close fight after close fight. She's even been gifted a, a, a victory against Pursuit. I think this could be another close fight and potentially an upset. I think there's a big chance of an upset here. Um, why, yeah, why do you I, say that, Flores? Because honestly, Katie Taylor, it's not like she struggles every fight. I've said this before. You're, the best fighters take away your attributes or whatever and don't let you perform to your best. Katie Taylor almost lets you perform to your best. <laughs> she lets you perform to your best. You'll be training, going life or death. She'll just say, I want to beat you at your game. I want to I want to smoke you. Uh, whatever you want to do, let's do it. And that's a risky, risky type of game plan to play. Especially now you're moving up to fight Chantel Cameron. Granted, it's not massive weight you have to put on. 
But Chantel Cameron's good. She's clean. She's undisputed champion. She cooks Jessica McCaskill, and McCaskill gave, well, probably gave Katie Taylor a tougher test than she gave Cameron. So, yeah, it's, I, I think it, there's a potential upset here. Um, but that Dublin crowd is going to be active. The crowd seems to pull her through in these big fights as well. So I think Cameron's got go up against the crowd and go up against a skilled fighter, but I think it'll be a close, close fight. I'm granted, I definitely think it's going to be a close fight. It's certainly going to be a war. So my question to you, Flores, quickly. You mentioned how KE tends to fight her opponent's fight because she's, yeah. she's sick all of that. Yeah. Do you think she'd do the same with, 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 with Chantel? Yeah, I think she knows that Chant- she knows the other way. <laughs> Chantel's a bit of a boxer herself, I would say. Yeah. So it could be a chess match in that sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but it, it's it's it, you think you say that, but it's two minute rounds. So I, I think Cameron's it, it's going to be, a, but they they're going to Katie Taylor has hand speed. That's her game, so she'll use her hand speed and she gets hit. Yeah, and when there's openings, you want to take the openings, and when someone's throwing hands, you want to kind of counter. So I think they're going to be trading off. I think maybe it's not going to be a barnstormer from the get go, but the fight will come to life. It will come to life. They'll 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 be trading shots. They'll both be landing. But just Katie Taylor tends to land everywhere. That's the thing. That's the thing. When it comes to, especially as she's coming up, Flo, she she probably have she probably she's older, but. Her best attribute to Katie is his speed, isn't it? It's her hand speed. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm. Um, she might still have the, she'll probably have the edge on this, on her over this. So I I'm intrigued to see how this plays out because I feel like, yeah, you Katie Taylor does tend to fight her opponent's fight. I think she'll be looking in this one to turn this into a war still. And try to come forward and be aggressive and just blitz with the hand speed. While Chantel Cameron will stick to what she knows in terms of the boxing. Um, and oh, it's so hard to see past Katie Flores. It really is because she's so difficult to, to, yeah. to, to, it's really hard to get the final word against her because she just, she keeps yeah. covered. You know what I mean? And yeah. It's intense all the time, Flores. You know what I mean? It's really hard. And, Sorry, and you think the Dublin Cam? You think she'd be a boxer? Yeah. yeah, but she doesn't box really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you would think she's a boxer, but she's actually a brawler. I'll be so real, Flores. From now, she's a brawler. She's actually a brawler. In, Full on brawler. in her early fights, she she box, but yes. it's, I feel like she gets drawn out into these fights, or yeah, she just at, at some point she just thinks, "Buddy, <laughs> yeah, let's have it." And um, Flores with the with that home, the, the, the home. I mean. Her her following is amazing anywhere she goes, America, whatever. This is back in Ireland. The crowd's gonna be raucous, bro. Crazy, crazy, raucous crowd. It's gonna be yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a crazy din. So with that behind her, that's gonna fuel the brawl mentality. Let's let's keep it up. <laughs> that's gonna have her coming forward and just taking risks. And I don't know how Chantel's gonna deal with it. I think Chantel's brilliant. And a great boxer herself, but this is a different ball game with Katie Taylor, and especially as Katie Taylor is used to these big nights. She's been in yeah how many, how many of these big nights has she been in? 
This is really and truly Chantel's first big, big, big night with a big crowd behind all that kind of stuff. This this is almost bread and butter for Katie Taylor. So I think that's going to play a factor. Normally it wouldn't, but I think in this case, that will play a factor. And yeah. I don't want to... Um, because I, I think maybe... I'm not going to say mentally. Obviously, Chantel... Obviously, there was that whole Shane McWigan thing and whatnot. And yeah. she had a, another so a lady taken off the card because of it. All that kind of stuff. So, I don't know if that's a sign that she can be gotten at mentally, even though Shane McGregor won't be there. It kind of yeah. shows that she, her thinking, nervous. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like nerves, yeah, 100% flows. Yeah. And with that, with, with that Irish crowd going at, at how it is, flows, it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> Bro, yeah. it's, it's, it's burning. <laughs> and, this is her first big. This like she's not faced anyone at Katie Telly's level, really. Yeah, um, yeah. She's not. Yeah. Um, I think we were impressed with how she beat. Um, was it Mary McGee? Yeah. Um, for and then obviously, even the McCaskill performance was very yeah, impressive to me. Yes. Yeah. Spoke to her. Yeah. But McCaskill, yeah. she yeah. finished <laughs> <laughs> almost as if she put her last ounce of life force in beating Breakhouse twice, basically. Yeah. Because that performance yeah, was, was crazy. Yeah. Because you remember, remember yeah. the McCaskill, that first Breakhouse performance? You saw, you saw the difference between the two. Crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, but yeah, Cameron's got a mountain to climb. She's, I think she has the ability. I think Katie Taylor might be on the climb. We don't know how much she's declined since that last walk. Yeah. But Katie Taylor always goes to walk. In my eyes, she always, it's always back and forth with her. So I don't think it's anything new in terms of her declining as such. Mm, mm. Cameron's got a mountain to climb. Let's see if she can do it. But I think Katie Taylor's the favourite, man. I was going to say, what's your prediction, Flores? You, 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 got, you got a winner? Um, If Katie Taylor got that, what's it called? That Canelo type of thing in Dublin? <laughs> it's uh, going to be uh, a quick a decision win, um, yes, I think. Yes, but she won't stop her. I think Cameron's got to get like knockdowns or something. something. Tracks. And we've seen she can do it. I mean, she, I mean, she, yeah, I mean, she has stopped opponents before. Yeah, I think she was she's eight, eight, eight knockouts to 17 wins, which is respectable in the in the women's game. Very respect, highly respectable, even. Um, so she's got the power, I feel like, but Katie Taylor's also got a monster chin from what I've seen. So (laughs) um, yeah, but I can't look past Katie on this one, Flores again, man. Um yeah, I just feel like yeah, man. I feel like her big fight experience as well. It's gonna really, mm. really be helpful in this one, Flo. It's massive. It's gonna be massive for her. Um, and no shade to Chantal. I think Chantal was cold. But mm. yeah, there's there's just the, that you know, that know-how, that heritage, you know what I mean, Flo. So this this, yeah. this yeah, that home crowd and that experience is gonna bring it home for Katie, I think, in this one. Mm. Hey, if Chantal it might, does it do might it, be controversial, it might be a controversial one, but Mm. Katie Taylor when it comes to the decision mm. and the hand speed and how often she lands and how quick she is it's difficult to look past her man if Chantel does do it though that's major hats off major major props man like crazy crazy um, but yeah man, it's, 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 a, it's a tough tale it's a tough task yeah possible though definitely possible yeah on the card ain't bad. I mean on the card you've got funny enough we spoke Terry Harper's on the card fighting Celia Breakhouse yeah. yeah. Um right. Breakout, how old is Breakout now, man? She's still going, you know. 
But she should have retired, man. She must be. You know, <laughs> she should have. After I think she, I think she's just trying to get back anything in it because it's a title fight. She's just trying to get anything back if she can. But yeah, she's forty-one now, Flores. She's old. Mm. But this, this is for the super waterweight titles, the WBA uh, super waterweight title, which is obviously what Terry Harper has. Um, yeah. yeah, man. Um, that's actually a good fight as well, actually. So that's that's listen, that's worth tuning into. I must say. Um, even though it's not the same break house of old, she's probably still a bit dangerous. Tiana has to be on her toes on that one. So that's that's the cold main. But the rest of it is kind of just like uh Irish, obviously it's Irish card, so a lot of Irish fighters. That um that black Irishman's on it, Flows, that uh Agiaco. Uh, uh, well, don't, don't bother to ask me. Because probably Kevin it's probably it's probably it's probably Kevin. But you know them Irish <laughs> names are crazy, crazy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I'm not even bother trying to say his name. It looks like <laughs> Kuomin, but I know it's not Kuomin. It's probably Kevin yeah. or Kevin or so Kivi. I don't know, man. <laughs> I can't remember his first name, but I know they say it. But yeah, he's Agarko, like, yeah, 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 half mixed race brother. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's trying. He's trying. He's, he's trying to become the first Black Irish champion. Um, hope he gets it one day. But yeah, he's 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 undefeated at the moment. He's fighting. Um, um, I'm trying to see who else I recognize in the card. Um, Thomas Carty, D- Dennis Hogan, he's been around for a while. JJ Metcalf, uh, yeah, Gary Cully, yeah, these are some other guys, but yeah, um, yeah, no, the, the definitely the two the women's fights definitely worth tuning in for. Um, and um, yeah, man, it should be a hey, women's boxing doesn't really let us down for us, as we said many times, so mm. I'm, I'm excited for this one. I think it's gonna be a cold one, um, but yeah, I just think Katie Taylor's gonna have just a bit too much for. Miss Cameron. Yeah. Fair. Cool, cool, cool. All right, Flores. Let's get to the meat and bones of it. The main event. We here. Haney Lomachenko for all the marbles. This fight, man, I feel like it's been a fight that has been anticipated in this division for a long, long time. Ever since Danny ha- Devin Haney came to the four in that division, I think they wanted to set up the Lomachenko Obviously, the whole emo champion thing, um, mm. all that kind of stuff, it all stem from this really, though, isn't it? Haley versus Loma. Yeah. We finally getting it. Uh, a few years, bit a few years late, I must say, but it's here now. And since then, since that whole emo champion debacle flows, we've gotten. I mean, Haley's clean up, clean up the division, and sits at top at the top of the mountain, rightfully. Um, and Lomachenko has had to battle back from that tough tier female loss. Uh, but he's earned his way back, I guess, flows. And now he's back fighting for all the belts, trying to, I guess, take his claim or retake his claim at the top of the mountain in that 135 pound division. Um yeah man, I'm 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 really looking forward to this one flows. Um these are two incredible, incredible boxers. Two of the best technicians that you will see in the boxing ring from a technical boxer perspective. Um, two guys that epitomize the whole hit and not get hit. Um, yeah, man, this is gonna be a highly tactical fight. I feel like, yeah, and I can't lie, folks. I'm so confident in a Devin, ha- Devin Haney dub. I'm really confident. <laughs> and it's, it's crazy because a couple of years back, I think the whole world, I think, were in awe of Vasily Vess- Lomachenko. I think oh. I think all was yeah I think all was the right word to it use. was yeah just 
the boxing world were in awe of this guy, man. Just yeah. what he was bringing to the table, the ability. Like we were saying, he's a once in a generation fighter. Yeah. That what he's doing with the footwork, the angles, it just can't be replicated. It's incredible. Um, how he's able to attack and defend at the same time. It's like, what, huh? And he was blitzing, man. Obviously, he suffered that early loss, which was, I guess, his fault. He, he, that was yeah. a, a kind of welcome to the pro ranks kind of loss. Like, I think he fought that the wrong way. Um, but then went on a massive tear and was just just battering everyone. Having people quit. Did he make like two or three people quit on their stool before? Yeah, with a, with a, with a run. <laughs> Wait, the Nicholas run, Walters? Nicholas, yeah, bring it down. Yeah, he he was befuddling so many men with his ability that they were just quitting. And these weren't scrubs, by the way. Nicholas Waters at the time was undefeated, like Loma, and was knocking everybody out. And everyone said, "This is the guy that's going to stop Loma." Hadn't quit since then. Nicholas, he never fought again. You know, I think he retired straight (laughs) after that. Have you heard of Nicholas Waters again? No one, no one heard of him. I don't think he's I'm pretty sure, bro. He, he wasn't even that young. He wasn't that old. But anyways, Rigando was another once-in-a-generational yeah. fighter. That was meant to be a, a tough... <laughs> that was meant to be a big fight, yeah. That was meant to be the battle of the... As in, these are two... Remember, they said these are the two finest amateur fighters we've ever had, yeah. ever. As in... Because Lomachenko's record was, what, 300 wins, one loss or something. Yeah, 400. <laughs> yeah, something like that. No, yeah, 396 and then four losses. Yeah. Like, something like that. Yeah, and Rigondeaux's yeah. got the same, like, what, 300 wins, one one or two losses. Like, both of their amateur records combined were just, like, insane. And Lomachenko batted him so badly that this guy quit. And, this, and that's a whole... Rigondeaux is one of the... From, I've watched boxing for a long time. This nigga... <laughs> this guy can box, bro. <laughs> Rigondeaux can it's box. Crazy. I was, it was, it was, was it early? It wasn't even, it wasn't even in like the late rounds, it was like the middle rounds. Yeah, middle rounds, middle rounds. It was peak. <laughs> so, rightfully so, flows the whole world was in awe of Lomachenko. So much so that the PBC lot were hating hard. You know what, you, you know, when, when the PBC lot are hating on you, that's when you know you're doing something. Like, I can't say that yeah. Floyd was there saying, nah, I ain't, ain't nothing special. You know they always say, <laughs> yeah. You know how when the shade comes from that camp, it's deep. Mm. So, I know there was overjoyed and a lot of people were overjoyed when he hit that stumbling, that massive stumbling block on Tiafima Lopez. Um, Credits, again, that performance on Tiafima was spot on, deserved the W, amazing. Um, But I, I had, I saw some people's flows after that loss. It's like, Lomachenko's done, he's finished, blah, blah. I'm there thinking, no, did you, did you not watch the second half of the fight? Yeah. Well, he was battering Tiafimo and basically left it too late. There's definitely plenty left in the tank with Lomachenko, but Tiafimo was just the wrong opponent for him. He's up against, he came up against a guy who not only was a lot bigger than him, had the size and could punch, but also was skilled, skilled enough to, to you know, to angle with him and box with him. Mm. And that's kind of why Flores, I'm quite confident in Devin Haney's going to beat Lomachenko as well. Because it's a combination again of not only the skill, because I think Devin Haney is um, supremely skilled, one of the most skilled fighters out there, but he also has that huge size advantage. And the combination of size and skill, for me, I've always said it for size and skill is the best combination for me. That's always going to get you W's. Um, it's why I rank other fighters in other divisions higher than other fighters, because again, they've got the skill and they've got the size. And yeah. I just think Devin Haney is going to be too big, too strong, and they're skilled. 
well, especially in the art of not getting hit and one on defending and boxing from the outside, etc. That's why I think Lomachenko is going to fall on Saturday night floors. That's why I've got that's why I've got him losing. I'm afraid, and it's crazy because Lomachenko is still him. He's still Lomachenko. From what we've seen since the Tiafimo lost floors, he's been good. Um, I remember the um, what's the guy's name he, he beat up? Kobe. Kobe. Uh, from when he's there saying, you know, referee, stop the fight, please, because I'm beating this guy up. Like he's still, and Comey's a good, durable fighter. Um, to be fair though, Lemachenko's last fight, Flores, um, Jermaine Ortiz. Mm. A lot of people thought he lost that one. It wasn't a vintage Lomachenko performance. He struggled. And again, Flores, what was it because of? Because Loma, not only was this Jermaine Ortiz guy big in Loma, but he could also box pretty damn well. So I feel like that's the kryptonite for Lomachenko, man. The size and the skill. If you if you if you got the size and skill, he will struggle because there's only so much that his small body can handle. Because we can't forget, Flores, Lomachenko, it shouldn't even be at 135 pounds. He's actually punching above his weight. He's small. He should really be at 130 or 126. So um, yeah, man, I think that's why Devin Haney's got got he's got the he's got for me, he's got the beat in the Loma because of the size and skill. Yeah. Um I've been saying Devin Haney for some time now. Um, you have, yep. But I will say this. Um the Tiofimo loss, he said if they ran it back, they would take him out heavy. <laughs> like, well, with this current, absolutely now, for sure. Yeah, well, well, at, even, at, yeah, at, at the time, time, yes, at the time, yes, we did. Because yes. the day the way after, he came he on strong, what? yeah. The day after, he had surgery on his right shoulder, um, so that was obviously playing a factor. He didn't yes. make any excuses, I don't think, but no. we saw how he came on strong the second half. But granted, Tiafimo earned it and deserved it because that twelfth yes. round for me was brilliant to see. Yeah. But yeah, came back, smoked Nakatani. Was it Nakatani? Yeah, smoked Nakatani smoked after surgery. Beat the brakes of Komei, was telling his yeah. corner to throw in the towel. He could have stopped him, but he was la- he allowed him on multiple occasions, like, stop fighting, legit. Yeah. Stop fighting to petition. Um, now, the Jermaine Ortiz fight, I think I said he lost it as well. Yeah, you did. I, I think, yeah, yeah, I think I was one of the where I was like, nah, he lost that. Um, and that's, that's telling to me. Um, hmm. But, that, I think that's still the deal that, yeah, David Haney's got him because David Haney's huge compared to him. Like, he, he even says when he says stuff. Is this lightweight? lightweight? <laughs> is, is this a, it looks like a middleweight. He was, it, yeah. Look, but with that all being said and done, this is Lomachenko's most important fight to date. Like, yeah, it's David Haney's, but this is might be last chance saloon for Lomachenko. Legit last chance saloon. Hmm. Because if he loses this, what? Full stop or at 135? Because I've been saying he should move down. He should move down. Yeah, he should move down. At 135, then there's there's nothing. Because look, the other the, none of these lightweights are small anymore. If you yeah. if Bro, you, they're if, all if, big. If you, if you lose Shakur's Shakur's in the wings. Yeah. <laughs> you know what those problems. So this is the last chance to lose. You win this and get out. Or you lose this and get out. He wins so this. How do, you, how do you want to go? But Flores, you know what's going to happen if he wins this? He wins this. Well, there probably, probably is, there's probably a rematch clause in there. But okay, let's say he beats Haney. Well, the amount of times he needs to beat Haney. Yeah. It's Shakur straight away. And you, you lose Top that. Top rank lined it up. Uh, yes, <laughs> and he's definitely losing that one. <laughs> lose that. 
And yeah. that would have to like look, um, I think the motivation for him is at an all time high. It has yeah, to be. Um he need game plan, everything, performance, everything, because your last one was a stinker. Look. He's gonna have to he's I think we might see one of the we have to see the best Lomachenko, surely. We have to see the best Lomachenko. I, I think he's in, I think he's so motivated because he I think he's probably the underdog for us and he knows it. For the first time in his career. Yeah. This, for the first time in his career, Lomachenko is an underdog, and that's we know these Eastern European floors are built different. They, mm. they they actually relish that, you know. That's that I've got something to prove. Hunger mm. coming for for Devin Haney. Loma to me, floors Loma has to start fast. He has to set the pace, set the tone from early. Not like mm. we get Tiafima where he started tensively because Tiafima didn't allow him to start fast. To be fair, yeah. But in the end, he said, "F this. Let me throw caution to the wind and just take risks." I think he might have to take risks early because if he lets Devin Haney set onto that rhythm early from the jab outside, it's going to be similar to what Tiafima did to him. Honestly, Flores. He was worried about Tiafima's power, though. He you was. See, Tiafima will have a jab to the body if you go to the other side of the ring. Tiafima can crack. Tiafima can crack. Devin Haney, not so much. Devin Haney, they got that same power. So I don't think he'll be, well, I doubt he'll be as tentative or as concerned about David Haney's jab. It's a great jab, yeah. though. Nonetheless, it's a great jab. Sensational jab. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we've got to remember David Haney's fought no one at this level. No way. No one even remotely close to Lomachenko's yeah. level. Yeah. Like, granted, you can say so he's Lomachenko's fought great boxers. They only have what? How many common, one common opponent, right? In, um, why do I always forget his name for us? Venezuelan, Golden Boy. Um, um, as in he's called the Golden Boy. Um, uh, Linares. Jorge Linares. Linares. I always forget his name. He, <laughs> yeah, he's Jorge a very, Linares. very good fighter. Very. Uh, achieve, I should always, Loma always forget him. his name. Yeah, Loma, st- L- Loma stopped him. But don't forget, he dropped Loma. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, but Linares drops Loma. Yeah, so, he did. So that's the only common opponent Loma. they have. And don't forget, Linares also wobbled Haiti too. Yeah, <laughs> 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 did the math. <laughs> So, so that's their common opponent, but in the end, yes, after getting dropped early, Lomo just went crazy on Lenares and ended up getting him out of there. Um, Haney got wobbled by Lenares, but in the end, got went, went boxed his way to a UD. Um, obviously, Lomo's probably more impressive his performance. Obviously, he stopped the guy in the end, but yeah, that's their common opponent, I guess. Um, I can't, I don't know, I can't really use that as a benchmark between where the both of them are. Um, question for you, Flores. Yeah, because I think a lot was made of his last performance, Lomachenko's, in terms of Ortiz and how he really struggled. And again, like I said, I felt like that's kind of sort of the blueprint in beating Lomachenko. If you've got the size and the skill to be able to, because when he angles you, if you if you got the footwork to step with him, that takes yeah. away the angle, right? That's the best way to deal with an angle. You got to angle with them, you step with them, and Ortiz showed that. I'm sure Haney's got the footwork to do that as well. But do you think that was? Uh, unmotivated Loma or a Loma that was looking past Ortiz to try and get to Haney or already had Haney in his mind or do you think that's a sign of the fact that Loma might be on the decline that Ortiz it's a weird one because Ortiz was expiring partner yeah um, yeah so it was it's hard to say whether he was looking past Ortiz because we were like ah oh, this is this is just Bro, we said that they fed Ortiz to the wolves, yeah. and then imagine us next before we were saying, "Whoa, <laughs> yeah. we 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 got it really wrong. This kid can really fight. Ortiz is quality. 
We <laughs> thought it was a light touch. We thought, oh, yeah, they're just feeding me spy and part of that. Mm. And we were shocked and surprised. And, yeah, like you said, I gave Ortiz the win, arguably. Mm. Um, I think it's hard to say because we've seen Loma look so impressive in the previous two outings. And yeah. that one might just be a blip. Maybe he was looking past him. Mm. Maybe he... he well, let's give Ortiz pretty. Ortiz was brilliant. Um, but it's, you yeah. can't say that Lomachenko weren't aware. Lomachenko knows him well. Yeah. But maybe it's because of the sparring that Ortiz was was well prepared. Mm. Who knows? Maybe, um, maybe. I think I'm not going to take too much from that performance Yeah. Um, in I terms of Loma's performance as such. I mm-hmm. think he has to perform better this time around. Um, yeah. There's much, there's, 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 there's things at stake here. <laughs> Legacy for all the marbles. Yeah. For all the marbles. Um, the belts that you lost. Yeah. Let's, but then again, yeah. It's, it's, it, I don't know if it's going to be an exciting fight. I think it's going to be a legit chess match. I, I can't say. I, I don't sure if the casuals will enjoy this one too much. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. I love a chess <laughs> match. I love a, te- yeah. I love a technical fight sometimes. So, yeah. Me too. Absolutely. The ones where you gotta stay focused, <laughs> as in really watch flows. I mean, yeah. look, how strong has your eye become, flows? <laughs> the, the, the nuances in footwork. Wait, you're, you're not watching the punches. You're watching the watching movement. The you're watching even. the fades. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's it's, it's definitely gonna be that. And Loma knows boxing. he's gonna have to work work his way inside with this one because of how good Haney's outside game is now. He's jabbing. Obviously, he's got the size and reach, but. Working on the way is working on working working his way on the inside is is bread and butter. Loma's oh. probably the best in the world at that low key, like yeah. he with his footwork alone. So I think there will be action in portions, but yes, there will be there will be a lot of cagey, cagey, tentative technical rounds. I look for, I look forward to it. I'm happy that Loma's finally got the chance because I'll be so real. He was the original one in this division that was pushing the whole undisputed one name one face thing. It started with him. Loma was the first, and I feel like it would have been a bit of a travesty if he never got the opportunity to fight for all the belts because he was the one that wanted everything and the whole TFEMO situation, the email champ situation, that wasn't because of him. That was Bob Arum. That, that took that away from him. And he was livid. He came out and said, "That wasn't you know that wasn't me. So he's been wanting to fight Haney and get it on with all these guys for a long, long time. So I'm happy he's finally got the chance to fight for all the belts. He deserves it. It's just a shame that Seven Haney, I just think Haney's got the beating of him. I just think Haney's better than him. Um, a few years ago when Haney first came onto the scene, I wouldn't have said that, but I've seen Haney improve and get better each time. And he's at the peak of his powers now. In fact, not even now. Haney's still got more to grow and to develop because he's still yeah. he's, he's still the youngest, right? He's still like he's the youngest out of the bats, yeah. Yeah. So Haney's going to get better. But I just feel like yeah. he's ascending at a level now that's higher than Lomachenko's and that's that's what it is, man. It's deep. Oh, now, now we talk about Devin Haney's age. I have two questions for you. Well, two One. points to make. Yeah, shoot. Um, one the weight issue is Devin Haney still make 135. We've seen him look rather drained, yeah. It's tough to make it, yeah. Could that play a factor? Second one, now it can, uh-huh. is remember where we talked about years before the pod, even, yeah, Mayweather getting Canelo at the right time, yes. That like Mayweather's got him at a good time, he's still young, yeah. It, Mayweather was how old in his 30s probably about the yeah. same age as Lomo yeah <laughs> Funny, we never 35 about... 35, 36 maybe we we never talk about Mayweather's age when he was beating up these guys but yeah. anyway Lomachenko was 35 yeah is he catching Devin Haney at, at the right time 23 year old Devin Haney 
No. Is it? It's too late. <laughs> yeah, he's ready. It's, it's too late. Hayley's here now. Canelo wasn't here now. Canelo was still... Yeah, nah. Haney's here now. I think if you compare the two, yeah. Haney's further along than when Canelo... Canelo was barely 20, I swear. <laughs> How old was Canelo? Canelo was like 20, 21. Like, he was... But Haney's been through... Okay, you could say the level of opposition is maybe similar, but yeah, he's fought these big fights, undisputed, had two undisputed fights. Mm. Um, yeah, I feel like Canelo it was behind Haney in terms of where they were when he fought Floyd, as opposed to Haney fighting Lomachenko. So that's the answer to that one. And I do think the weight, the weight could be an issue, um, but not so much of an issue to hinder him. I suspect. I mean, I, I don't know the terms of the contract and whatnot, but I suspect Haney is going to rehydrate up nicely um, after the after the weigh-in. Um, Haney's going to come in big. <laughs> Haney's going to come in big. <laughs> so, pause. But, um, yeah, I, 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 it will be a little issue, I think, but not so much of an issue, I don't think. Um, but I will yeah. say that I think Haney has said before that really he wants this fight. He's going to want to bounce. But then he's also now said, I feel like... Because of the pressure of Shakur's applying to entertain it, he's entertaining that he could stay for a couple more fights. But really and truly, I believe that the Team Haney's plan is to get the hell out of Dodge after they've beaten Lomachenko and move up. Um, and just tell Shakur to come meet me at 140. Um, yeah, he is starting to look drained. I do think making 135 is tough for him, for sure. He's always made weight, so fair play to him. And yes. In fact, fair play to him for taking this fight because he could... He could have the chip on his shoulder. We've seen Tank refuse to fight Lomachenko. He could have a chip on his shoulder and say, you didn't give me the shot, so why should I give you the shot? The thing is, I've generally... Haney's always wanted to fight this guy. I feel like Haney's looked at this brother from day one and said, let me not your food, but I've got the beating of you. I can beat you. I know how to beat you. And he's wanted to fight this guy for a long last time, and which is why he's doing... It's almost like fan service flows in that sense. Um, to make this happen. And Loma, likewise, as well, I think has always wanted to fight Hayden. Um, they probably all said, that he's probably heard in his ear all this time that there's a guy who's better boxing than you and he's thinking, what? Better boxing than me? Come on now. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, man, I'm I'm on board with it, Flores. This is, Lomachenko is hella motivated for this. He has to be, man. Yeah. Crazy motivated for this. We have to see a great... And that's dangerous. We know what Loma's yeah. like when he gets in that groove. Like, he's, he's very tough to deal with, but I just, I believe in Haney's ability I feel like Haney is just him, for, especially for Loma. I just think that he's stylistically wrong for Loma. He's got the size and he can box just as well, or maybe a shade underneath, but still at a high, high level, high, high degree. That's that's what it is, man. That's why I've always been confident, bro. <laughs> in Devin, yeah, this yeah, I hear you. And I'm thinking that the points I, I gave to you earlier, it's it's each one of their fan bases are going to use them as an excuse if they yes, lose. You know that. Yes, they're going to say, "Hey, yes. hey, Haney's Haney. Um, Lomo was too old. Haney was too big. Yeah. Or um, Haney was too young. He was too green. Yeah. yeah. And you, know, you got him too early. They're gonna, they're, those are those are the excuses lined up. But granted, mm. shout out to Haney. I think this fight for him could propel him into superstardom as well. I think this yes. is in terms of his brand, in terms of the money, I think the Cambosis fight wouldn't have won him too much money, money or whatever. But this one, what earning bread, and then he he can start controlling things or start pushing his weight around as undisputed champion. Yeah, but Haney's always shown he wants to fight. He said he, the fact that he says he'll stick around to fight Shakur 
or Tank when that fight can still happen. Either of those fights can happen at 140. There's no need. That's why I respect him so much, folks. Yeah. Because because uh, he's about what he says. So, yeah. 100%. He's, he's talked it, he's walked it. Facts. And I, 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 I've said, I, I rate Haney so highly. You know, he deserves all the accolades he's getting. I've been pretty vocal. As I said, I only see two people beating him. And yeah, Lomachenko is not one of those two people. So yeah, to me, it's, it's going to be a double. It's going to be Haney UD for me, Flos. For me, Haney UD. What about for you? Yeah, I think I think it'll be that. Is, this is on ESPN though, right? Yes, it's top rank. Yeah, it'll be top rank. Because they might want to group because Haney's this is Haney's last fight with him. It was a free fight yes, deal. It is. Yeah, it is. So yeah. will they want him to walk away with those belts? <laughs> Yo, allow it, allow it, allow it. Because there's the I, 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 I feel like they, I feel like they're going to try and re-up him if he wins, especially they look to re-up because they can then try and negotiate the Shakur fight potentially. Um, mm, yeah, that's if hate. That's if hate wants to stick around. Um, great for Haney. Great position for Haney to be in. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Free agent, he can start. Yeah. Great yeah. position. He'll, he'll make. He'll make. He's already been making money, but he'll make money. Yeah, for me, he, so. make, he, he makes good money. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, back to your point. You asked me. Yeah, Haney UD for me, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Man, gradually as we get closer to the fight. I mean, liking Lomachenko's chances a bit more. I'm just feeling how he'd be feeling. Bro, so it, it, it's it's dangerous for Haney still. Loma can win this. Hundred percent cool. It's yeah. bro, it's Lomachenko. It's crazy. It doesn't, it doesn't sound yeah, mad. Flores, doesn't sound mad how we're talking about Lomachenko right now. This is yeah. tripping Lomachenko. Again, this is the guy that had the boxing world at his feet. Uh, without mm. thinking, wow. Every Lomachenko fight was box office to watch from a boxing perspective. Um, the highlights but, of him, the clips. The... Bro, bro, the bro, bro. Lom- Loma's given us some wonderful moments, but, you know, errors don't go on forever, Flores, as we know. And there comes a time when it, you know, it does end. So this could be the end of it. I do hope he sticks around. But maybe not because I still I still want to see him fight Tank. I still want to see him fight these other guys. But I also understand that 135, he actually is putting himself at a disadvantage. And maybe he is right. He goes back down to 130 because you know he'd be able to compete better there, etc. Um, so yeah, I do want to see Loma stick around in boxing at least, whether it's a 135 or 130, that's down to him. But I don't think he should retire after this. But he's had a great career, uh, amateur and professional wise. And it's given us some great moments. If he decides decide to walk away after this, fair enough. But um, yeah, I still want to see Loma and, and Papachenko as well. I still want to see both of them in the cut. <laughs> yeah. Both great guys. But um, yeah, man. Hey, I can't wait for it, Flo. We, 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 we talked about it. We've got to see what happens now. But it's definitely a fight I'll be I'll be I'll be tuned in for. <laughs> yeah, Certain fights, sure. Flo, you don't bother getting up. It's like, ah, whatever, whatever. But <laughs> this is the fight I'll be definitely making sure I make the effort for to see because this is this is top tier boxing, bro. Top tier yeah, boxing. Right. Shout out to both guys, Haney Lomachenko, for for going for this, and we look forward to seeing. Um, yeah, flows. Any anything in the boxing news that you want to highlight quickly before we sat before we sign off? Um, I, let me just say, um, your boy Tyson Luke Fury. The Gypsy King, have you heard that? Why do you always say his little name? That's so funny. <laughs> That's his name. Tyson. Tyson. <laughs> yeah, go on. What's, what's he done now? Uh, well, apparently the Andy Ruiz negotiations are off. Okay. Well, money. him out the way. That's what I want to say. Because of, uh, they couldn't ah. agree. Uh, press for Andy Ruiz or something because of money. So that's yeah, just well. interesting to know. 
Very interesting. Who's next? I wonder who's next, Flows. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll see. Didn't your cousin, your cousin fight yesterday? All right. Cool. This is episode 142 <laughs> of Shutters and Podcasts. I don't have any cartons boxing, please, guys. Don't listen to Flows. He's an idiot. Um, <laughs> actually, actually, thinking about it, because well, speaking of cousins, even though it's not relatable, you know, I've just remembered your boy, you know, Big David Adelaide. But oh, yeah, let's talk about this. We've got to talk about this still. Yeah. Fraser Clark, Fabio Wardley, Perspits. Mm. The, the Perspits that didn't happen because essentially flows the British. So Wardley's the British champion. Yeah. And they've ordered that he fights Fraser Clark. And both parties, into, yeah, obviously David Heady Home was all guns blazing. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Ben Shalom and Boxer were like, yep, 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 cool. It's gone to Perspits now. And suddenly, Literally, like, about, what, an hour or two before it was meant to happen? Yeah. Ben Shalom has, has withdrawn from the purse bids. Boxes have pulled out, which means, by default, Fraser Clark has pulled out. So, obviously, that's caused a big furrow on social media. Shape flows, you're shaking yikes. your head straight away. Big, big yikes. I mean, let's see what the message that sends, first of all. I mean, that didn't come from Fraser Clark. That's, that's done by Ben Shalom. That's yeah. his decision. So, what's that say about him and his confidence for his fighter? Boy. There's that. It's crazy, but also it's it's a it's a big time waste as well. Obviously, Hearns live it because it's like you look you wasted you wasted everyone's time. We all get geared up mm. for it. This this is like literally the ninth hour, the last hour, and then you decide to pull out. Crazy, crazy, crazy flaws. Look, it's another damning indictment on on the sport in terms of look the the fight the fighters management promotions lobby the British border control to have their fighters. Um, in line to fight for the British title. Yeah. So Ben Shalom was acting that like, I don't know why the British Board of Control put him made this mandatory. Well, yes, you do because <laughs> Fraser Clark's team would have requested it. They would have lobbied to the board that oh, yeah, yep. make this fight happen. Yeah. The fact that the board even granted it was crazy because what Fraser Clark has had six fights. Six fights. Yeah. So that, that was silly, but uh, they made it happen. You were talking about making a huge offer to Fabio Wardley, saying yep. you're giving him his highest payday. Yeah. Which is also so, false, so sounds- apparently. Yeah, but it sounds like you would you wanted the fight. That's you, the issue. Planning... They entertained it. That's the thing. that's my issue. You were talking about. It. You said, "Yeah, you want to make it happen. Let's do it." You made offers. It comes down to purse bids now, and it's several reasons. You you, you don't fancy it. You really don't fancy it. That's and two, he, doesn't, he doesn't fancy it. You don't want to lose your fight to another promotion. You didn't fancy yourself in the purse bid either. Yeah, you didn't fancy him to do it and come back. And you didn't fancy yourself losing losing on the purse bid. Um so yeah, it's 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 shocking. And the excuses it's, such as, oh yeah, he's only had six rounders, he needs ten rounders. Yeah. It's too Why soon. Did you Basically waste saying it's too soon. So yeah. <laughs> well, my issue is, look, fair enough if you think all of this. But why do you go ahead and entertain it? Why were you Ooh. talking about biggest offer to to Fabio Wardley, blah, 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 if you truly in your heart of heart don't believe Fraser Clark is ready for this opportunity? It's it's a it's a horrible damning indictment, and if I'm Fraser Clark, I'm pissed. I'm sure they've had words because it's made him look bad. Because I'm now yeah. seeing fans get onto him and call him a duck, duck, the blah, duck, duck, goose. When we, he didn't duck enough, this has got nothing yeah. to do with Fraser Clark, by the way. Yeah, this is his team, his promotional team, have decided to take the decision to take him out. He, he I don't think, I don't think he would have had any input in this. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's made him look. look He's made him look like a like a huge bozo. <laughs> yeah, he's not been happy. I saw an interview with him, and he, he said he can't speak. He says he wants to fight. Yeah, he hopes the fight happens. He's basically saying he's disappointed that he's not being backed. Yeah, 
and, and should, he's not being yeah. I mean, he's that 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 sentiment is very very yeah. valid for us, hundred percent valid. So yeah, yeah it's, it's not looking. It, it's, it's not good, man. It's not good at all. It's a mess because we could have got the David Adelaide fight with uh, Fabio Woodley, but he's yeah. now lined up to fight another fight. And what makes it even uh, worse for us is we saw they've like announced a day I mean, straight away. They've already got a fight ready for Fraser Clark. They announced <laughs> it before the purse bid, didn't they? Before the they're purse bid, yeah. Yeah, they so, were, yeah. So Eddie Hearn was like, well, what's this about? How, how do you get ordered to fight and then you've lined up another fight? So you, yeah. that was really dodgy. But on the day? On the day of on, the purse bid? That's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. That's, that's um, crazy. Man. Yeah, man. To be honest, is what it is. I mean... I, I, I don't know if people were, were clamoring for this fight, as in Clark Woodley, but I guess if they, yeah, people will tune in, I guess. These are two up-and-coming UK heavyweights, so yeah, would have been an interesting fight. I do think it's too soon, <laughs> for, definitely for, for for both of them, really. I do think it's too soon, yeah. but it is what it is. Um, I guess the up-and-coming UK heavyweight scene, it's weird because obviously you've got a lot of experienced cats and they've got a bunch of very inexperienced guys. So yeah, there is there's a bit of a of a of a jump, I guess, but it is what it is. Um, I'm sure they will get it on at some point further down the line. But it just looks really bad on Ben Shalom and Boxer's part for sure. And Fraser Clark has every right to be annoyed because it looks like might, they they've made him look like a duck, basically. He might cut out. I'm not surprised. Back. I'm not surprised, man. I'm not surprised. Like it it, it shows it's it's a total vote of no confidence in you, man. And you don't want nothing your promoter. Your promoter is meant to be the one backing you to the hills. To yeah. the hills. So for that to happen, boy, Eddie Holm was there. Obviously, he's laughing and, you know, he was ranting and raving as well. Big time waste for him. But yeah, it just shows that there's weakness in that camp. He knows it now. There's, there's weakness there. <laughs> and when they do come together, if, they, if they're still together, Clark and Ben Shalom, that's that's an easy angle now to get in. <laughs> like, does, does your team really back you? Do, does your promoter really love you? Hey man, yeah. is what it is. But yeah, a bit of drama during the week to keep us entertained. It's been um, peak for boxer lately. There's a couple of stinkers in a row couple now. L, couple of L's in a row still. And um, they, they are they're questioning Ben Shalom's credentials that yeah. they, when, he, <laughs> when he questioned it. Oh man, promoted beef is hilarious, by the way. It's so funny. The way they all send shots at each other on the slide in interviews is so funny. Well, I say on the slide. Hearn doesn't really hold back. He just he just sends shots yeah. regardless. But yeah, mm. it's it's jokes, man. It's jokes. But um, look, man. If boxer want to be great, I was like, I'm gonna end with this flows. If boxer want to be great, they need to do one thing, bro. Bring back Adam Smith. That's it. Yeah, like, just bring yeah. him back. Bring him back. Where's, where's I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where he's gone. But bring him back. I hope he's well. Shout out yeah. to Adam Smith, man. Bro, the fa- that's the face. That's the UK voice of boxing. <laughs> yeah. bro. That's, that's the voice. The Without voice. him, it's dead. It's dry. It's a little <laughs> dirt right there, man. <laughs> Oh, this is episode 142 of Chassis and Podcast. Once again, I've been your host, Cam. I'm your boy, Flows. And as always, guys, keep supporting, keep it locked. Peace.